Okay, Chavre, we're, we are holding, we're holding Daf Kufhei, right? Uh, we started to discuss the new taich that we have, the Mechakelo, right? Mechake is not only the word of Tikva, the word of Bittl, but now it's an idea of Ikuv, Ikuv, Hamtana, standing, waiting, right? Standing and holding by something. So we began to say that whenever you look, whenever you look at a piece of Torah, right, what you're doing is the initial point of view is a very shitchis. It's a very superficial point of view. And the chiddush that we came to yesterday through our discussion was the idea that a person has to recognize that no matter how I'm going to look at it, whether I look at it that I think I know it, whether I look at it I think I don't know it. Either way, I'm wrong. The point is, is that there is, there are many, many more layers going on here until we got to our, the last words that we said in class yesterday was that <laughs> until you can get to the <laughs> that when I recognized, however I'm going to look at this thing, I have to recognize that the Payal Mamish is that I am far away from Pneumius Kavana the first time I look at it. That's the bottom line. Okay, here we go. Yeah, everyone sees where I'm holding? Yeah, yeah. okay. Iyun. So this is the great advantage in Iyun. Dafka. Okay, so so number one point. What are what are what are the points here? So point number one that we're saying here. What is the Maila of Iyun? Point number one, Ben? That you're able to get a true understanding compared to the first time. True understanding. True understanding. Right? Total clarity. True understanding of what's going on. Right? Even more than you understood. That's interesting. He uses the word mevina over here. Mevinu, excuse me. Uh, which he hasn't used really that word before. But nevertheless, it was, so it's just something to note that he changed the word a little bit. But mevin, mevin. He didn't use that word so far in our, in our discussion. Right? Which is the concept of bina. Right? So he, he, didn't, he didn't really bring that out yet. He's just throwing it in there now. Right, because you said, said at the beginning you don't know anything, and now you're beginning to know. Right, right. So, but even so, you could say that that you have a certain amount of Havana even in Bahashkaf Rishayna. Right, because that's what he said. So He's saying, he say it? So why doesn't he say it? Oh, good question. That's a question that we have to uh, put on to our uh, radar screens. That all of a sudden he added this word here, which we haven't seen so far. So we put it on our radar screens. Right, Misha Sichlo Kharif. Vyochalavo al Ainya Miyad Bahashkafari Shaina. So he tells us a little bit more here. So what did he add with this? What's Kharif? Oh, what's Kharif? Chaim? Spicy. I don't yeah. know. Oh, so we're talking about a very bright person, right? So there are people that are very bright. And this bright person, right, that he's even able to maven, right? From the word of Havana, he's able to understand. Even the first time he's looking at it. 
So you would think that, okay, there are different styles of, of, of people. There are, you know, a person who has a regular intellect, you have a person who has a slower intellect, you have a person who has a very, very sharp guy, right? Very bright, you know, he's like always hopping right away what's going on, right? So this guy, Mr. Sharp, or what maybe we call him, Rabbi Sharp, right? So Rabbi Sharp, right, he has a certain level of Havana, even the Bashkafa Rishonah, even the first time he looks at the thing. And he knows that. Yeah. Not necessarily. Just there are different people. There, uh, even you know, in, in, in our yeshiva, you could say that let's say twenty five percent are harif type of people. There are twenty five percent that are mamish people that like to sit on something. There are twenty five. You know, there are different That's types a of people. Distinction. Exactly. But I don't know if it's you could call him necessarily special. It's a special right? case because he's saying. But why do you think it's a special it's case? Point, it doesn't work, and now he's saying it works. I don't know if it doesn't work or as much as even here it doesn't work. That's what he's trying to say. That even this kharif. Okay, so we'll call it special. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll buy into what you're saying. Right? So the, the bottom line is, though, that there are different types of intellects. And there is an intellect, there is a guy that we all know people like this, <clears throat> that are very sharp. They're very able to answer very quickly. They're able to catch on very quickly. There are other people that it takes them a little bit more time. And maybe they even get it deeper. Right? But this sharp guy... Right? He has a Havana, Bashkafarishana. Right? Misha right? He says here, right? Even someone Misha Sikhlo Kharif Yachalavo Ainya Miyad Bashkafarishana. He's able to get the point right away. So even him, Lo Yavo La Aimek and Mises Askala, Kamo Misha Megia Kli Sikhla Baribu Yagia. So what's the Khidish? That a person that really tries is really gonna get it. Yeah. Just because he read it the first time he gets it doesn't mean he really gets the truth of it. Right. And even go, let's go with your taich. I'll, I'll buy into your taich even more. person, although he understands it, shot simply the first time. Not simply. This Kharif guy. He understands it to a certain extent. Oh. That doesn't mean. He understands it even more. The Kharif guy, you think he really gets it. He doesn't. Not as much as That's does. right. That's right. That's the, that's the Kiddush here that he's saying. New Kiddush. New point here he's bringing out. He's bringing this out. Not only, you would think that it's sort of like, it's like a sort of a question we've brought before, uh, you know, which we ended the class with uh, yesterday, that, right, he says like this, right, going up a few lines, so you would think, okay, that's the regular person. The regular person, so when he sits on it, he's going to go deeper, he's going to get the more understanding, he's going to really get the Pnimisa Gavana Emisis, Right? Here, he's, I, I think the way, I, the way I'm reading it is that he's adding something. He's saying that even the Kharif guy, mean, Rabbi Sharp, Rabbi Smart, you know, very, very sharp guy. Hitaka has a Havana the first time he sees it. He really gets it. He's a really bright guy. He really gets what's going on. Even that guy is not going to get it the same way as a person that does Yagiya on this piece of Taira. Is he talking about him, the sharp guy doing the Yagiyah or the regular person doing Yagiyah? I think anyone. That's why I read it also. In other words, the regular person doing Yagiyah is going to get deeper and more to the Panimisa Kavana than even the bright guy that's going to Hashkafari Shaina. That's the way I read it also. Yeah, everyone's with me? You got that? Right? That's the idea. Now, what did he add here now, all of a sudden? He's adding something new here. What's the new, what's the Kiddush in this line? What do we add that we didn't talk about so far? 
No, Chaim? What do you see? Ariel? New, new concepts he brought up here. What's the new concept? It's comparing. It's comparing to somebody who's able to understand, like, get to a point in the seichel that he's able to understand. Okay, we got that before. But we, we said that before. So what's, the what's the chiddush? What's the chiddush? He's bringing a new point here that he says something new. That's true. The concept is a, is a, is a chiddush, in my opinion. That he's saying that this regular person, right, this regular person is able to chap by going yigiyah even more than the charif. But he's saying he's, he's bringing a new dimension here. What's the new dimension, Ariel, in this line? You see which line we're on? I am new dimension. I see. I see. I agree with you. I think the chiddush is what we said before, but I. But I'm noticing something else new in this line. But he's saying something different. But I'm not sure exactly. He's saying. He's all of a sudden bringing the idea of a clear of the sikh. Oh, 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 oh! This is something new. Why? In other words, what is he saying here? In other words, all of a sudden now we're talking about a person. We, we talked about Yagiya before. But now we're adding a new idea that he's working on his brain, basically. That through the Yagiya, he is working on, right, working with, working on his brain. He's, he's changing. He's changing his brain. We're doing this. He's working, right? With the but he's working with his brain. He's not moving any further. So now, are we talk, we're talking about using your brain. You're 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 focusing. You're working. You're working on yourself. No, but he's not saying that. He's saying that somebody. That, yeah. He's saying that somebody that has worked on it, somebody who is trying to get to it, mm-hmm. is doing that. Yeah. He's just making an example. <coughs> somebody that does that is working on a sechel. That's it. That's right. But but we didn't talk about kli sechel before. Where do we see that? Every time we add something, he's, he's like adding a new dimension to our conversation. It's like almost like a painter, right, that is, has a picture. And every time he's adding like a new color to the, to the painting. So like, so have you ever seen like a painter, like a really amazing painter, right? When you look at it and you can see the development of a painting, for example. So you see each time he's adding like a new dimension. He's not, it's not, it's not like, a, the chiddish here in my opinion of this line is that that this person who is a regular person through Yigiyah is able to get to a level of Havana that is even greater than the brilliant, than the really bright guy got it Shona. But now we're adding just what I'm trying to bring out to you is that we're adding now a new dimension. He's talking about the, the, the brain, the Kli right? Go weiter. Okay, through working on it, he's going to get through to Davka to the depth of the Seichel and, and the ultimate Kavana, the true Kavana. Right? Oh, this is a new, new point. What's the new point here? Shalula. That, she, that, Lula, without. Very big chiddush. Now we've added a new dimension. So we now are adding to our list. What's our set? what's this point here? New Ariel, you see it? You gotta get. You don't have a safer. Gotta get a safer. Gotta get a safer. Is there a safer over there? Or look on. What? What's the new point? Without this idea, he wouldn't have come to use his power in his hand. Ooh. Okay. Not exactly. Not exactly. Where do you see that in the words? 
doing Yid on this idea? Hold on, go back, go back. I think that that's the end of the first point. Point two. Come to what? What's the new thing that he's bringing here? New Chaim. You're on page Ayin Ayin Ches. Oh, okay. That's a new. This is a new idea. What is he saying? What's this is second point? Not a mind parent. What, what is what? Define what you just said. What does that mean? Sichem chadashim. New yeah, new ideas, new topics, new ideas. So, so explain to me what's going on here. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's seeing new things. He's seeing new things, but it could be those new things are in the same topic or different topics even. Could be even different. Could be even different topics. In other words, uh, he's going deeper into the idea. Right? And as he's going deeper into the idea, he's not just seeing this idea with the clarity, right? That was point one. Point one was now I'm getting to the oimic of the idea to the point that I am, I am seeing this with a clarity that I would not have seen otherwise. That was point one, right? You can put a little one on your side of your page for those people that have this book, and those people don't should either buy the book or we have to make copies, right? Point one is that there's a clarity going on here. Point two is a new idea completely. That now, because of the depth I'm seeing in this particular piece of intellect, this particular idea, I'm able to see it also. I can branch out into other things as well. You got that from Kim No, no, not from Kim. That was, that, was that was the end of the last piece. Harehu mamtsi. Look at the word. Harehu behold. He. Mamtsi. He's able to find or to bring out. Kama sichlim chadashim. Some new ideas in this concept. Without this iyun, we would have never got to this point. We would have never got to these ideas. It would have been possible. So you can't get to those ideas without doing that. Exactly. Exactly. That all of a sudden, this is, this is a very, very big chiddish. In other words, a person here <coughs> is excellent, let's say, at... Uh, uh, Let's see how far you could take this. Let's take it to an extreme point. This person is excellent at math. Right? He's good at math. But maybe with going deeper and deeper into the math, he's going to be able to understand how it works also in terms of making a schedule for himself, how to build a car, how to, how to work on a chemistry lab, how to have a relationship with another person because he sees the mathematics in the relationships, the logic. In, in other words, he is as... When he goes deeper into, right, think of it in terms of like the Mittler Rebbe says, right? The Mittler Rebbe says when you go to the depth of something, like a river, right? He's talking about a river, right? When you go to the depth of the river, all of a sudden, the river is going to get wider, right? The deeper you're going to go, right? If you have a river that's uh, only, you know, five inches deep, you know, how wide could it possibly be? But if you have a river that is 100 feet deep, you're going to have a wide river. Right? So the deeper you're going, you're going to be able to see this. Think about it in terms of, uh, let's say, Einstein. Einstein, when he, he understood physics, he understood math, he understood physics. Did he only see math and physics in a particular mathematical problem? Or did he see it in everything? 
He got to the point that he was able to see it in all different things. To the point that now I'm understanding by, by, by going deeper into this particular idea, I'm now able to see I'm able to see new ideas that I would have never seen otherwise. Because I'm, I'm, I'm reaching to a level within, in a certain sense, within me. That now it's giving birth to new concepts that I never thought of before. That's the idea that he's saying here. So there's two points that we've said so far. Point number one was through Ian you get the greatest clarity of what's the Panimis Kavana, of whatever the topic is that you're talking. Point number two is... Diverting from that. that. Point number two is, not only do I get this idea, but I'm going to get lots of other ideas also. I'm going to get to the point that I'm seeing things way beyond what I saw before. You, you following? You see it? You see the two points? Yes? No? Maybe so? More coffee this morning. Right? Yeah? Okay, so what does he say? Ki'im iyun dafka. Right? That it's only coming about through this Yigiyah. Ben, you see it? Of course. Okay. Okay, so let's see. Now where is he going from? Where is he taking us now? Okay, so we see not only do you come out in, in other things, Right, but you're able to see beribui pratim in many many details. You're going to be able to see this in all different areas, right? In all different, like literally branching out from this one thing. You're like just you able to see it. River. Yeah, like the river, exactly. Vakol inyan prati la hasbiro be panim hasbiros biyoiser beef. Panim. In other words, you're going to be able to then explain each thing, each point, in a deeper and a more clear and a more pneumistic way. Each idea. Like he explained elsewhere, right? From my marim, right? Then he says, Okay, so what's our mashal? Our mashal for this is the difference between Mishnah and Talmud. Why so? The Melimud, the Girsa ha Mishnayis, lo nasa hulada chadasha. Rak mashimuvor baha mishnayis. Aval belimud ha talmud shahu inyun iyun vapilpul baha halachas ba mishnayis. Harizan nikra, right? Asev mazriya zera eitz pri shemotsim bapilpulim din chadash. Okay, so what? First of all, let's let's translate this. What do we say here? Ariel, what, what are we saying here? Tide shout the words. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get anything new. Right. That's exactly what's there. Right. But when it comes to learning Talmud, then you go back and forth and you go deeper and in the halafas and you probably get new things. Okay, so which is the, is this a is this a a um a raya or a a, a, a not really a raya but a uh, right, an example of point number one or point number two that we're talking about? Remember, everyone remember point one number one? Gabriel, what was point one number one? What was point number one? Point number one was that we're getting a clarity, right? In the idea that we would never have gotten. Point number two is that we're seeing new ideas from this idea. So is this point number one or point number two? Point number two. So you say point number two, you say point number one. 
Explain why you say point number one. Same thing. What? You're getting the same idea. Okay. So, which one is is point number one, and which one is point number two? Which one what? This example here of learning Mishnayos versus point verse, one. Okay, why? Because it just says, um, what do you say? Uh, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. You're not getting anything new. You're not getting tradition from it. You're getting what what it is. Right. That's why it's the first one. Okay. What do you say? Once you start learning Gemara, then you get new things. You get new Allah. It's the same fruit. Ah. So take a look at the last line that we said. Yeah, it says it's like. Right? Shemotzim pilpul din chadash. Right? So this is actually a raya for our second idea. That what we're seeing is that when we're learning Mishnayis, what's happening? Mishnayis, don't get upset. I'm not upset. Okay, good. Right? Mishnayis is, Mishnayis is, you're seeing things at, at face value. You're seeing things at face value. So as much as you're going to try to understand the Mishnayis, it's pretty much straight there right in front of you. You know, it is what it is. When you're learning Gemara, though, right, the whole idea of the, the back, the to and the fro of the Gemara is to go deeper into it, to go deeper into it, to go deeper, deeper, deeper. So now, all of a sudden, you're able to come up with totally new dinim that you never saw before. You never saw this before. Whoa, I didn't realize that this deals with this, this deals with this. For example, someone who wants to paskin nowadays, a shaila, right? Modern day questions, let's say, you know, uh, like Zalmi is dealing with the, you know, like medical questions. How do you possibly, how could you possibly do that? Or forget it, forget about that. Just even practical questions today about uh, a light bulb. How do you do it? How could you possibly do it? There's no, there's no light bulbs 2,000 years ago, right? So in order to do that, you need to understand the Gemara, to understand the Havana, to understand what's going on in this conversation. By understanding what's going on in the particular conversation, then you could b- get born out of it, right? All different other ideas that you could understand. That is a light bulb. Oh, a light bulb is really the idea of fire. Or maybe, no, a light bulb is really the idea of building a circuit, for example. So uh, if you look at the Mishnah, for example, you're not going to see that. You're not going to understand that concept. You're not going to see that, that, that. But when you go through in, in the Gemara and you start to understand the arguments to and fro and back and forth and go deeper and, and, and the arguments of the, Rish, the, the Rishayim bring out, etc., 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 now you can bring out a new din that never existed before because they didn't have to deal with this idea. Or even something maybe that you did have to deal with before. But you could, you could go deeper and deeper and you understand how this, like we said before with the river, how it actually gets wider and wider and wider and this... A <laughs> simple idea that, you know, in other words, why do we teach Dafka Mishnayis, right, to little kids? Because their brains are, are, are limited. They're not, they don't have the power of, of, of Gemara, of the to and the fro and the Havana behind it. So there is a shita in Mish, of, of teaching kids in Chinuch. Let, let them learn a lot of Mishnayis. It's a lot of information. And not that, uh, what's the argument between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi, you know, etc., etc., it's not the point, Rabbi Yehuda, right? It's the point of, okay, Rabbi Meir says X, Rabbi Yehuda says Y, okay, let's continue forward, 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 forward. Because at that age, their brains are not developed enough to be able to necessarily go deeper and deeper into the idea. However, when you start teaching them Gemara, all of a sudden you start to see, oh wait, you know that Mishnah that we learned? 
there's a lot more to it. Why does Rabbi Meir say like this? Why does Rabbi Yehuda say like this? Why, does, why is there a vav on you know, the beginning of this word? Why is there not a vav on the beginning of that word? You know? And then you trace it all the way back to Chumash, right? And why is there, the letter is like this, the letter is like that. Why does the sentence work this way? What is In other words, you just keep on going and you start digging that hole deeper and deeper and all of a sudden the brain starts to fill up. You know, it starts to get, oh, I see it. Oh, I see it from this angle. I see it from that angle. I see it from the other angle. So that's the idea here. The Kamon Nafik Milsamibinayu, right? Like it says, right? That you're 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 the concept is coming out from it. Right? Shaidaha iyun. Molidin din iyun. In other words, it's not that it wasn't there before. It was always there. It's just that I didn't uncover it. It wasn't uncovered. But the more that I'm going to learn into it, like let's go back to what, you know, for the guys in my Gemara class, right, that we were, we were learning the other day, right, that the idea, and everyone learned this, right, on Daf, uh, what is it, Daf Tess in, uh, in Kedushin, right, with regards to the halacha is that, that the silk does not require Shuma, right? So it was there all along, Right? But the question is, why is it that in that case it talks about the silk not requiring Shuma, whereas the next case is that we paskin like Rabbi Elazar, and the next case we paskin like Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman, right? The point is that there, there's something deeper to what it's trying to say there. So I have to uncover it. So I have to sit on it. I have to say, wait, this is a red flag. Why is the Gemara using this pattern this way? It's breaking the pattern. So I have to sit on it. What is it trying to say to me? Oh, well, Taisus then brings out that there's a difference between a piece of silk and a diamond ring, for example. Why? What's the difference? They're both commodities. Oh, it, def- it, it is a difference because well, let's say that this is something that people know, this is something that people don't know. Oh, if that's the case, what about, uh, you know, a, uh, let's say, you know, a piece of uh, just plain gold by itself. Is that something that's similar to silk or is that something that's similar to a diamond ring? Oh, well, then we have to try to figure it out. Now, nowhere in the Gemara itself, and for sure not in the Mishnayis, was there any mention of a gold ring? It doesn't exist over there. But by going bi'iyun into this idea of why did the Gemara have to say that Sharia needs Shuma, that silk needs evaluation? Why didn't it just say that the halacha is like Rabbah? So once I start putting my brain into it, I'm trying to see what is behind this idea. Okay, now that I understand what's behind this idea, let's see, can I apply it to a gold ring versus a diamond ring? And that's what Taiswa says over there. Taiswa says that's why we don't use rings with diamonds to get married. Right? And then we have to understand, is it an idea of the mechanism? Is it the idea of the das of the woman? Right? Okay, right there, right there, right there, right there, all the different ideas. But through stopping on this idea and going bi'iyun, it's not only that I'm talking about the idea of the silk. I'm now talking about gold. I'm talking about diamonds. I'm talking about all different things. Because I'm going deeper into what was the kavana behind what the Gemara was trying to say here. That you cannot see in the Mishnah. And the truth is you can't even see it in the Gemara the first time through. It's only through sitting and understanding and trying to figure out and banging my head against the wall that I could possibly go deeper and deeper to be able to get it. That's what he's trying to say here. Like a person who is digging into the depths of the earth. That's how he's able to bring out the waters of the Mayan. 
right, of the wellspring. It's a new flowing from the source. In other words, no one ever even knew that there was water down here, right? Digging for oil, right? No one knew that there was oil there. You're digging, 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 bang. You got the oil. Someone who is not going to dig that depth. Right? We're talking about different levels of water. Right? There's right? That idea of water that was like sort of gathered together in a, like a, some sort of underground, you know, like, a, like some sort of puddle or whatever, a cavity of water. Then there's waters from a river. And then there's a mayim chayim, mayim chayim, right? There's all the different laws of mayim chayim with regards to halacha and purity and impurity and things like that, which you're not going to get into now, right? But there is a din over there that there is something special called mayim chayim. This mayim chayim is a whole new madrega of water. Ah, you may look the same as the other water, but we know it's not the same. Yeah? And that's the idea. That through this, going deeper and deeper, they're able to reach to this level of this makor, which is called Mayim Chaim. And in the footnote over here, in the Kutaytari, it brings Shemotzim Mepil Pulim. Like, this is the idea of like learning Torah, that you're going into a pil pul. You're trying to understand what is he talking about, arguing back and forth. And really, that's sort of the idea that you're supposed to be working with your Chavrusa, trying to understand what is he talking about, what is he talking about, what is he talking about. And your Chavrusa says X, and, and you say Y. And he says Y, and you say X. And backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards until you finally can malavin, you can get clarity on the idea number one, and then you could also apply that idea to other things. Yeah? And the deeper you're going to go, you're going to get more and more of a flow. Right? There will be even more of a water flowing. Because we see that all the flowing of the river is dafka coming from that initial wellspring. Right? From the, uh, from the root and the, uh, the source and the root of the mayan. This is the same idea with Esekataira. That when you work hard to meet ma'ayin in this thing, in all the different ideas, right? That's how you're going to be able to come to the depth of the concept. And you're going to be able to bring out all new concepts, new uh, uh, intellect, which are very deep. And automatically, you're going to... Uh, you'll be able to like broaden your whole approach to whatever the topic is. And you're going to see things from a completely different light. Okay? So we finished the first paragraph of the new uh, version, the red version, which is what I remember, but that, that doesn't have paragraphs in it. But uh, the point being, so we, we basically hit on two things here. Okay? We, we essentially, we, we said that number one in this paragraph Right, main idea number one in this paragraph is that that through going deep in Torah, that's how you're really going to understand it. That whoever, even the smartest guy, even the Kharif, his understanding of Torah from the initial Hashkafa Rishayna is never going to be a true 
to the truth of the Panimiya Sakavana. It's just not going to work that way. And even a regular person, it seems like, by doing Yegiya, is going to reach a deeper understanding than the Kharif in his Hashkafa Rishayna, which is a Chiddush, right? What does that Iyun do? Main point number two is that that Iyun number one, A, 2A, is that it gets to a clarity of the idea. What was the Panimiya Kavana of this idea? 2B is that not only does it get to a clarity of this idea, but it, it also broadens my perspective and I'm able to see completely new concepts coming out of it that I would not have seen otherwise in, in, in various different fields, both Benogea to this and Nogea to maybe even like totally different ideas from different, totally different uh, places, right? Which brought us to main idea number three, which is that the, the example that he's being, using to show this is this idea of digging deeper and deeper into the earth and therefore reaching a Mayan wellspring, which is Mayim Chaim, which is a completely different type of water than which is usually, uh, reach, usually seen. That's it. Okay? So let's stop here. Mirza Hashem, please do Chazara. And... Um,